Merry Christmas Eve, friends and family of Ocean View United Methodist Church. I'm so glad to be with you on this different but uh, hopefully special occasion of celebrating Christmas Eve with you. It's different. We normally have a gathering, even community-wide, of folks who come and celebrate Christmas Eve. But due to the pandemic, we want to keep everyone safe and so we're not doing that service and we're doing this instead. So I trust that if you are with family and friends that you will take this moment just to look at them and smile and tell them you love them um, and just be grateful for this time together. And if you happen to be solo, just know this, God loves you very much. So do we who are pastors at Ocean View and the congregation and we're so glad that we have you join us at this time. We will begin by lighting our Advent candles. We have the four candles, Advent candles for hope and love and joy and peace. And on Christmas Eve, we light the Christ candle. to this Advent affirmation by lighting the Christ candle. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He was born of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem of Judea. He was the long-awaited Messiah whose coming was prophesied. The same Jesus lives today in our hearts. He deserves our highest loyalty and total commitment. In Jesus Christ, our hope is fulfilled our love is consummated, our joy is complete, and our peace is sealed. Rejoice, the Savior is born. We are going to read now from our Gospel text for this Christmas Eve. It comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, and verses 1 through 20. And I'd like to invite you to do something that most preachers don't ask, and that is, would you please close your eyes and listen with the heart and with your imagination to this Christmas story, and listen as if it's the first time that you've heard it, that you know nothing about the Christmas story, and to see if this fresh listening might give us a special blessing. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came 
for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left, them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of your people's hearts be acceptable in your sight, for you are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. There is a humorous anecdote that preachers like to share concerning this special time of the year. After church service, a fellow comes through the line to shake hands with the pastor. I enjoyed the service, he said, but every time I come, I hear the same three scriptures, the same three sermons, even the hymns are the same ones. Oh, really? Which hymn? We gather together. Christ the Lord is living today and silent night. Preachers sometimes call folks like this fellow TCEs, or Priester people. They come to church on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. The Christmas story is so familiar that even TCE Christians have heard it. The Christmas story can become so familiar that it's difficult to hear it afresh and anew. Yet we know Christmas isn't really about Santa Claus. It's 
It's not about catching all the wonderful holiday sales. It's not even about getting just the right gift for that special someone. The celebration of the birth of Christ is the real reason for the season. The Christmas story reminds us of the greatest gift ever given to the world, the gift of God become human in Jesus Christ. As I hear this Christmas story and I see it with my mind's eye, I hear a song in it. I believe it must have been a song because it was so full of joy and good news and praise that it took a multitude of angels to do it justice. The words of the angels even inspire candles put them to music and voice in his masterpiece, the Messiah. The words of the song are in our text. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. The angels sang about peace. If there's one thing we could use more of in our streets, in our schools, in our homes, in our nation, in our world, in our lives, it is peace. There are different kinds of peace. There is that peace which is the absence of war. We even call it peacetime. The Christmas story takes place in peacetime. This was a time at the height of peace in the Roman Empire. The Emperor Augustus nephew of Caesar Augustus wanted to count and see just how many people were under the vast reign and sovereignty of Rome. It was no exaggeration when the scriptures say the whole world was to be registered because all the civilized world at that time was under Roman rule. Judea was just a little province that the Roman general Pompey had taken 60 years earlier. Judea was being ruled by Cyrenius, governor of Syria. So the time of the Christmas story was a peace time. In the United States, we are blessed to live in a peace time. That is, we are not engaged in a war on our own land. We do have troops engaged in peacekeeping missions in foreign lands. Still, we are engaged in war in this great nation of ours. We are in a war against the pandemic. We are, in some sense, prisoners of war because so many of us are afraid to leave our homes at night or even in the daytime. We are in conflict against economic pressure, people being laid off of work or fired. We are in a war against crime. We are in a war with the evil forces of alcohol and opioid abuse. We battle against poverty and hopelessness, knowing so many people are only one or two paychecks away from joining the ranks of the homeless. Many of us are painfully aware of the resurgence 
ugly, violent racism as well. Whites and blacks and other people of color are pitted against each other in fear and hatred all over the country. Churches are being burned. People are being attacked and killed simply because of the color of their skin. Some purveyors of doom and gloom predict a race war, even actively working for one. Though we live in peacetime, we need peace. That is why the song of the angels on Christmas night is still so worth singing. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace. God's peace, God's wholeness, and harmony can come even in today's cacophony of chaos and confusion. God tells us in the scriptures how we as a nation, how we as a people, can have peace. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 tells us, If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Beloved, peace starts with us, with you and with me. It starts especially with those of us who are called by the Lord's name. The words of a familiar hymn point the way. Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. Let there be peace on earth, the peace that was meant to be. With God our creator, children all are we. Let us walk with each other in perfect harmony. The story is told of a man who came home from work, very tired and hungry. All he wanted to do was sit in his favorite recliner, kick back in the quiet, and read his favorite magazine. But his five-year-old daughter had different ideas. Daddy, Daddy, let's play a game. Okay, the father said. He looked around for something for the child to do when his eye fell on a picture in his magazine. It was a map of the world. He tore the picture out and then tore it up into several pieces. Here, darling, take this puzzle, put it together, and bring it back to me when you're finished. The girl, delighted with the game, went to sit quietly in her favorite corner of the room to work on the puzzle. The father silently congratulated himself on his cleverness expecting the puzzle to occupy his daughter for quite a while. To his surprise, the girl was back in a very short time with the completed puzzle. How did you figure out the puzzle so quickly? The father asked. Oh, it was easy, the child replied. There was a picture of a person on the back of a picture of the world. When you put the person together right, you put the world together right. 
friends, what a great way to describe true peace. This is the kind of peace the angels were moved to sing about. Through Christ, the person is put together right. In Christ, the world can be put together right. Glory to God, we can have peace. Because the condition of peace is the presence of God. Where God is present, there is power. There is power to do what we need to do. Power to say what we need to say. Power to hear what we need to hear. Power to be who we need to be. Do you remember doing an experiment in school with iron, iron filings on a piece of paper? When the filings were poured onto the paper, they fell into a chaotic heap. Then you put a magnet under the paper. The iron filings lined up and followed the magnet's shape and the force of direction. <laughs> it was almost like magic. Our lives are like that sheet of paper, and our anxieties and troubles are like the many iron filings poured out on it. When we have the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, God is underneath us, bearing us up. When we seek after God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we find that our worries and troubles line up and take on the shape and the direction and the dimensions which Jesus forms. He takes our troubles and transforms them, working them out for our good. Jesus binds up our broken heart. Jesus puts the broken pieces of our lives back together again and make something new. Jesus brings peace. Living in peace does not mean having the kind of life Wilbur Reese described in this excerpt from his $3 worth of God. I would like to buy $3 worth of God, please. Not enough to explode my soul or disturb my sleep, but just enough to equal a cup of warm milk or a snooze in the sunshine. I don't want enough of God to make me love a black man or pick beets with a migrant. I want ecstasy, not transformation. I want the warmth of the womb, not new birth. I want a pound of the eternal in a paper sack. I would like to buy $3 worth of God, please. The peace Christ has purchased for us is not the $3 kind of peace some might like to have. God became a human being and dwelt among us. The baby Jesus was born, grew to a man, was crucified and died for our sins. He paid the price for our salvation. God raised him up from the grave 
And when we receive him as our savior, he delivers us from sin. We are forgiven. Our relationship with God is restored. That image of God in us is made new. We have true peace. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. Peace with God, peace with our neighbors, peace with ourselves. It's a peace worth singing about. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear God, on this Christmas Eve, we give you thanks. Thanks for loving us so much. You set the stage for our salvation. Christ the Savior is born. Fill our hearts and our lives and our world with your peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. Have a Merry Christmas Eve and a Merry, Merry Christmas. God bless you.